Welcome to the Good Dog Pod. I'm your host, Laura Reeves. Here at the Good Dog Pod, we are all about supporting dog breeders and responsible dog ownership. Join our mission and help change the conversation because we are all stronger together. Good Dog is on a mission to build a better world for our dogs and the people who love them through education and advocacy. The Good Dog Pod provides dog lovers with the latest updates in canine health and veterinary care, animal legislation and legal advocacy, canine training and behavior science, and dog breeding practices. Subscribe and join our mission to help give our dogs the world they deserve. Welcome to the Good Dog Pod. I am your host, Laura Reeves. And I'm being joined today by a number of our spectacular Good Dog staff people, co-founder Lauren McDevitt, Kat Mathlub, Head of Partnerships and Legal Affairs, and Monica DeBosher, the Head of Partnership Strategy. And we are going to talk today about ending online dog scams, which is a huge issue for a lot of people. And one of the things that Good Dog is working really, really hard to help both breeders and buyers. So welcome, ladies. Glad that you could join us today to talk about this. Thanks so much, Laura, for having us. Thanks, Laura. We're excited to chat about this. Excellent. So Kat, talk to us about the types of scams that you're talking about. What types of things are we seeing? You guys are encountering this. Give us a real life story on this one. Sure. So, you know, I think the sad fact is we're seeing all types of scams and increasing in scams targeting both breeders and buyers. So you see anything from sort of a scam website being put up and requests for money to be sent here. We have just too many to count stories of folks who have fallen into that trap sent money never to hear from those people again. And basically the crux of the issue is that these types of scams are, they're sort of defined by the Better Business Bureau as being the riskiest type of scam in that they have the highest amount of money lost and 70% of people targeted end up losing money they end up losing at least $700 and there's no accountability, none whatsoever. And most of these scams, some of them are sort of international organized crime things that are happening behind the scenes. And there's just no way to stop them or there has not been any way to stop them or for folks to be able to get their money back. And it's really kind of in recent months, it's just skyrocketed beyond any proportion, any kind of numbers anyone's ever seen before. By far and away, the biggest increase in online shopping fraud has been with pet scams. Just in the few months of COVID alone, there were 2,000 reported to the Better Business Bureau. And the Better Business Bureau estimates that less than 10% of these crimes are reported So we're actually talking about a significantly higher number there. And I think what's so devastating about what we're talking about is it's not just losing money on an oven or a new washing machine. It is heartbreaking. And it's so often at a time when people 
are at their most vulnerable and are looking for and seeking comfort, seeking a family member. I mean, never before, like we've seen this year with the real need for companionship. And I think we see every day the sort of incredibly positive side of that. And we've been so blessed to see over the past few months to really take heart and take hope in what we see with what breeders are doing and giving that companionship to so many people when it's never been so important. But unfortunately, there's kind of like an ugly side to that and a dark side. And so it's really at the core of our mission is to kind of protect puppy buyers, to protect the public and to protect dog breeders. And so we are, from the very beginning, this has been very close to our heart and something that we have really wanted to put an end to. So to see the rise has just kind of made us say, hey, we have to stand up and do something about this. So we'll kind of dive into some of the things that we're doing more specifically, but we've started doing things like working directly with the U.S. Secret Service to identify scams and try and catch scammers. Because now we're in a position where we can use our tech expertise to actually identify fraudulent activity and fraudulent behavior, track trends using IP addresses and geographic inconsistencies, and actually really get involved to let the community know about these scams. So we do, in addition to the protection that we offer specifically, which we'll kind of get into, we also then are here to try and say, hey, let's work together. Let's identify these scams and let's stop them from happening. And that really is a big part of the genesis behind our Good Dogs 2020 campaign to end online dog scams. We are in a position, we are now a large enough community and we have a large enough platform to, I think, really serve as a rallying cry and all sort of join together and say, let's end 2020 on a positive note. Let's do what we can to get the comfort and the love and the joy to the people who need it. And let's stop people from taking advantage of breeders who are wanting to give that comfort and so tricked into maybe they don't feel quite right about uh, communication with a buyer, but oh, their heart is going out to them. They're hearing a sob story. They want to give them mm-hmm. a dog. They end up doing so. They go through PayPal or something where it's not supported. They get it the buyer just cancels the payment. And the PayPal says, tough luck, because those are not supported transactions on PayPal. And the breeder's trying to do the right thing. I mean, that happens every day. And we have more and more breeders coming to us with that. And again, it's devastating because it's, again, heartbreaking because they're just trying to do something. And then they're heartbroken thinking about where is that puppy now and what's going to happen to it. And again, there's a complete lack of accountability. And so I think that's where we come in now and we'll get into the specifics more, but I'd love to turn it over to Lauren for her to share a little bit about more specifically her background and how critically important this issue is to our mission and actually how we are tangibly changing it. So absolutely. Okay, Lauren. So talk to us because like Kat said, this is, it's on both sides, right? It's on the buyer side. It's on the breeder side. This is something that happens. I've known people, breeders, who were caught up in this. So talk to us a little bit about your experience on it. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks, Kat, for such a good overview of kind of what we see in the work we've done so far. And just to touch quickly on my background, 
at Good Dog, I run our technology team. So building out the systems and the software and the product. And my background is in technology, marketplaces in particular. And one thing that's really interesting about marketplace technology is that it's really built around creating a platform where buyers and sellers can safely connect. And a lot of that circles around the payment. One issue we see in the dog world now is that the good guys and the bad guys are all using the same systems. So there's really no way as a puppy buyer in particular to be able to tell if you're truly working with the breeder, especially if you're making a payment ahead of time or sending a check. There's no way to be certain about that. And like Kat mentioned, the policies for a lot of the existing platforms aren't built to support dog breeders and puppy buyers. So we often see that the platforms will side on the side of the puppy buyer if there's a fraudulent cancellation or chargeback. And that's because the transaction in the first place is a violation of their terms of service. So there's really two issues going on here. There's sort of a protected system that's built for the purpose of the type of transaction that's going on. And then it's the policies that are designed around that. And I think given my background in technology and marketplaces, when my co-founder Josh and I, when we started Good Dog, this was a big part of our impetus to start Good Dog because we looked at the dog world and we saw that the system, especially for the puppy buyer, it's a bit of a wild west for them to navigate. And we've heard way too many stories, and I'm sure we all have, of people finding a website that looks legitimate for a dog breeder, getting into a text message conversation, an email conversation, and then wiring over thousands of dollars, and then there's no puppy to be had. And it's crazy. And it really does break our heart because of the emotion involved and the large amounts of money. I mean, that can't go unsaid too. And we hear a lot of pain from that. Recently, I remember someone reached out to us who applied through Good Dog saying that, I'm so happy I found you guys. I just lost my whole holiday bonus check on a pet scam. And it's awful. It's really awful. So I think payments are a critical part of our mission to build trust and accountability into the system. And I think our goal is to bring world-class technology. And we know how to do that. That's our expertise. So Let's bring world-class technology, security, and build an amazing payment system that's built for this use case so that everyone can feel confident and protected in the transaction. And that's a core part of our mission. The other thing we see too is we often focus on puppy buyers being scammed, and Kat kind of mentioned this, but the flip side for the dog breeder is that we're seeing an uptick in fraudulent cancellations and chargebacks. And... The way that often happens is a puppy buyer will make a payment. And like Kat said, sometimes even the dog is exchanged. And then a couple of weeks later, here comes the dispute from the credit card company. And oftentimes they're pulling that money directly out of your account before you have a chance to kind of make your case. And the disputes process is months long. You're submitting evidence. There's all kinds of red tape. <laughs> you don't know what's right. going to happen. And so part of what we want to do, too, is protect dog breeders from that, because often these platforms are not siding on the side of the dog breeder because of the way their policies are set up. So I think coming from where I came from in the technology world, in the marketplace world, I saw what this could be. And I think 
that's why payments is so central to this because that's really the moment that trust is so important. And in a lot of ways, we want to make it so that both sides don't have to think about payments so that it's just easy <laughs> and in the back of your mind and everyone can focus on the things that really matter. Like that moment where someone comes to pick up their dog and it's such a special moment. We want to make sure that we take the icky aspects out of that where people are feeling nervous about their money, about whether they can trust the people that they're interacting with. So that's really our goal with Payment on Good Dog. Excellent. And Kat, we've talked a little bit about the payment system before, but maybe you can help walk the listeners through the process. And I really take to heart what Lauren was just talking about, that this is a system built for this specific transaction. PayPal and a variety of other things are not built to sell dogs. They're just not. <laughs> exactly. So I think the way that we really tangibly bring this peace of mind, this safety, this security, this trust to the process through our payments is we stand behind our payments 100%. And we guarantee that to both our breeders and our buyers. So what that means is if a buyer tries to, for instance, request a refund a payment from a breeder, we absolutely do not allow that without the breeder's explicit consent. So the breeder has to say, yes, for whatever reason, according to my own policy, please go ahead and refund them. And from a buyer's perspective, if, you know, God forbid, and it doesn't usually happen, but if there's any issue where a buyer sends money and then is not able to communicate with the breeder and we do the best that we can and ultimately we can't for whatever reason, we actually then will refund the buyer their money and make sure that no matter what kind of everybody's protected. And in that way, you know, I think what we've seen is people are so, so desperate when they're looking for a dog. And because there's been such extraordinary demand Breeders have said that in the past six months, they've received the same amount of puppy applications that they've received in the entire previous five years combined. Um, so yeah. <laughs> the desperation to get a dog is real. So basically, when folks are out there, they are making decisions that may not lead to great results. And what Payments Through Good Dog does is it is this very tangible badge of trust because it says to puppy buyers, this breeder is to be trusted so much that there is an organization standing behind it to the tune of thousands of dollars. And that is an extraordinarily powerful differentiator. And so if we can get puppy buyers seeing that and then looking at other sites, the scam sites that of course do not have that backing, then hopefully they're going to be led away from those and to sources that are supported. And then what it means for breeders is that they can focus on what matters. They can focus on finding the right family dog fit. They can focus on having those meaningful interactions with potential puppy buyers, making sure that they are placing their dogs with a home that is going to be a forever family home. And they can know that rather than conversations around payment being distracted, and potential anxiety inducing on both ends, it actually is a source of peace of mind because when it's coming across and there is that 100% backing behind it and it's coming across with professional invoicing and instant payment verification 
So what that means is unlike checks that can bounce, we actually instantly verify that a payment has been made and will go through. So there's no waiting for the breeder. They can have complete peace of mind there as well. And then everybody gets everything in writing. They get professional invoicing with a deposit policy, a non-refundable deposit policy, with actually an explanation of that policy. And in addition to Lauren's tech expertise, we also have some lawyers on the team. And Monica and I are a couple of the lawyers on the Good Dog Legal team. And so we also support payments through things like any kind of mediation support that's needed for the life of the dog. We are there for the puppy buyers and the breeders and the dog owners and are kind of all in it together, which I think is another really awesome part of the support that we can provide and the role that we can play there. So very exciting. Truly, every payment through Good Dog goes to support our mission, and it goes to push out online dog scams, because if people are not misled into going to them, then they're going to cease to exist because they're not going to be financially profitable anymore. So if we can give puppy buyers in the public, a trusted, 100% trusted alternative, then we can drive out the scams. So that's really what this is all about. And that's really what our 2020 campaign to end online dog scams is about. It's kind of a call to arms, a call to action saying, hey, breeders, take the pledge, use our secure payment system, use our trusted payment system, and let's go into 2021 on a really powerfully optimistic note and take control of what we can and change our reality for the better. Absolutely. And Monica, talk to us a little bit about some of the types of fraudulent chargebacks, some of the specific details on this, because I think that there are people out there in dog breeder land who don't realize that this can happen to them. Yeah, definitely. Lauren sort of touched on this, but I do think it's important to really focus on, you know, the chargeback process that most banks, most financial institutions follow. It really was set up to make customers feel secure. And, you know, I think you can see how that makes sense in theory. When you're talking about our world, we're doing so many transactions online, we're using credit cards. But because of that, and because of that sort of focus on the customer, the dispute process generally really is more favorable to them. And the onus is really on a breeder to collect evidence and present their case to a bank on why a dispute should be found in their favor. So obviously, this process does not always end up like it should. They're not always finding a fair resolution that's based on the actual facts of the case. Sometimes that's because the process is just really complicated and it does favor the buyer. But sometimes it's because, like Lauren mentioned, a lot of payment systems don't really allow for the sale of dogs. But no matter what the reason, I think you can kind of see how all of this and how this chargeback process generally can be really devastating to breeders and also really unfair. And, you know, I think what's been so tough to see is buyers disputing payments when, you know, they're completely satisfied with their dog. They're so happy with their dog. And it really is just a matter of a fraudulent chargeback. Lauren sort of touched on this, but in these chargeback situations, rather than a puppy buyer contacting their breeder and asking for a refund or asking to talk about something that might have gone wrong or anything, they just ask the bank to really forcibly remove money from the breeder's account. And when that happens, an investigation is open by the bank, but typically if the bank believes that a buyer's request is sort of valid, 
they'll just remove those funds from the breeder's account and return it to the customer. And, you know, the customer really doesn't have any other obligations past that. They're not required to return the dog. They're not really required to provide any evidence. So a breeder might really not even be notified about a dispute until after all of that's already happened. And that's clearly placing them at a really big disadvantage just to start. I don't have to tell you, Laura, breeders put so much time, so much love and so much money into their programs. And then to have to go through this process is really just awful, you know, to find out out of nowhere that a buyer you thought was really happy with their dog is trying to take thousands of dollars from you is obviously really financially difficult, but it's really difficult to deal with emotionally as well. So that's where I really think paying through Good Dog comes in. We really take that burden and that risk off of breeders' shoulders completely. If a buyer tries to initiate a chargeback of any kind, we handle it from start to finish, and a breeder is absolutely never at risk. So we collect all the evidence. We present the case to the bank. We'll keep the breeder in the loop. A lot of times they want to know what's going on, but it's all on Good Dog. And I think it's important to know like that's the case whether we win or lose. So if the dispute is sort of not found in our favor, because like I said, the process isn't always fair, instead of one of our breeders being out thousands of dollars and having to deal with the emotional devastation of something like that, we cover it completely. And Kat and Lauren have hit on this, but honestly, that's how it should be, right? That's how we've set this up. That's why we started our secure payment system, because we want breeders to be able to focus on what really matters, their dogs raising great dogs, finding their dogs' homes, and not on this. So through payments, we really are pledging to stand behind every transaction and protect our breeders from these really just unfair situations. I spoke yesterday with a few breeders who we've helped them through this dispute process. You know, they've used payments through Good Dog, and they've just went through really tough experiences. One breeder, her name is Katie. You know, it was interesting because she said in the beginning of working with this buyer, she kind of felt like maybe something was off. She was like, I just sense that maybe he is someone who would try to get money back from me or who's going to break the contract. It just seemed kind of iffy, but he was still sort of giving her all the right answers. And Mm -hmm. she felt like he would provide her dog with a good home. And so she said, okay, but I'm having him pay through good dog because I need to know that I'm protected. I need to know Mm -hmm. that he can't file a claim against me. And so Sure enough, he got his dog. He loved the dog, was sending her photos about how much he loved the dog, and then filed a chargeback and said he wanted all of his money back because the product was unacceptable. Katie, our breeder, was shocked. She had only heard incredible things from him, and he had never tried to return the dog. He had never tried to talk to her about anything that he was unhappy with. But she said, I knew I had nothing to worry about. You guys handled everything. The process was so smooth. And I didn't even need to think twice about it. And I think that's exactly the kind of reaction that we're always hoping for. You know, that breeders should not have to think twice about this because they know that Good Dog stands behind them. We had another situation that was quite similar. One of our breeders, Jill, she had a similar feeling. She was like, I don't know about this buyer. I'm not sure. She's sort of telling me all the right things. I think that the dog will be happy with her, but I just feel like something's off. When the dog went home with the buyer, They kept in close contact. They were exchanging photos. The buyer was asking Jill for advice on raising the puppy and then out of nowhere, just disputed the entire charge. So thousands of dollars. And luckily they had used payments through Good Dog. And Jill just said, 
I feel so comfortable about this because I knew that you were there. I knew that Good Dog was there and it wasn't just on me. And I think what was really interesting about Jill was that she's a newer breeder. She's bred horses in the past, but this was her first dog litter on her own. But she had been working with mentors for a while. And a lot of her mentors had had issues with other payment systems who they had had a lot of money taken from them, from buyers. They had been sort of left with no recourse. And that was one of the main things that drew Jill to Good Dog was our payment system. She said she just felt so much comfort knowing that she wouldn't have to worry if anything went wrong, that her personal bank account would be at risk, which I thought was such a powerful thing to say. And she also said, this protection is for my buyers too. It's the only way that they know that they're working with me and that they're protected. It's all just so important to us. Like We want to stand behind our breeders and everything we do. We want them to feel totally confident that they're not at risk. Whether someone's trying to scam them or get one over on them, it doesn't matter because we have their back. We have a legal team. We have tech experts. We have security experts and our breeders aren't alone. And, you know, we also want to be there for their buyers. We want the buyers to have peace of mind that they're dealing with a breeder who's actually who they say they are, not a scam site that's just set up online. So I really think there's just no protection quite like paying through Good Dog on any other site or in any other situation. Our payment system, it's just really powerful. And it really does allow breeders and buyers to just have that total confidence in working with each other. It just takes all of that sort of insecurity and risk completely out of the picture. Excellent. And Lauren, talk to us a little bit because you are the tech genius. So (laughs) talk to us about why. I mean, let's not have any state secrets here, but why and how the good dog payment system is reliable and isn't PayPal, for example. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first thing I'll say is that I've been lucky enough to work on some of the largest payment systems. Prior to founding Good Dog, I worked at a company called Jet.com, which was acquired by Walmart for over $3 billion. And so obviously, I've seen systems at scale. I've seen every kind of fraud imaginable. We built a lot of technology to protect both sides of the marketplace around that. And I actually also worked with some of the founding team members of PayPal. So I've been lucky enough to be around the best of the best and learn really how to do this right. And I kind of mentioned that earlier, but I think that's a big part of what we're trying to do here is bring world-class secure payment technology to the dog world. I think just like you said, to get a little more specific about it, There's two layers to this. There's under the hood technical stuff that we're doing to just make the payments secure. When we're talking to puppy buyers, that's one of the things they worry about too, which is Mm -hmm. I'm putting in my financial information. I'm putting in my credit card. Is this safe? Is someone going to take my information? Mm -hmm. So that's step one is just making sure that all personal sensitive information is completely safe. So we have a lot of technology to address that. Some of the ones that I think are really fascinating just to kind of call out, and this is the same level of security that PayPal would use or any kind of banking system, all sensitive information is encrypted. So what that means is we basically put it in a secret language and we never store it on our servers. So the benefit of that is that if anyone nefarious is trying to access information, they can't. Even if they looked at it, it would look like gibberish to them. So that's step one. And then also when we're processing payments, our payment processor, so 
We work with a payment processor, the very best in the world. They handle a lot of the really technical under the hood stuff. They're PCI certified to level one, which is the highest level in the payment industry. So we take all of the technical aspects of this really seriously, and we're using the best of the best on that side. And I think of those as just, they have to be, you have to protect people's information. And then there's step two, which is kind of getting at more of our conversation that we've been having around scams, which is how do we catch people that we think are going to engage in these fraudulent behaviors or that we feel strongly are trying to scam people on our platform. And so that's a little more proprietary to us. And that's what makes us different than PayPal because our systems are built to detect this type of behavior that we see around the transfer of dogs. So what I mean by that is when people are coming into Good Dog and applying, and even before we get to the point of payment, we're looking for signals. So Kat mentioned a couple of these geographic inconsistencies. There's common patterns that we see. So we use something called machine learning, which is basically a fancy way of saying a computer that gets smarter and smarter with time. But we use that to try to understand what patterns are happening. So a couple examples Kat mentioned, oftentimes, When scammers are coming in, there's certain language that they're using, certain pieces of that. And I don't want to go too deep into that. I think it is important that we kind of have our secret sauce to that. Let's not give them any ideas as that. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Exactly. But we're looking at that and we're trying to catch that before a payment even happens. Mm. Because the worst thing is a payment happens, a dog is transferred, and then the chargeback comes in. So I think it's important to mention. This is a system. This is a better system that protects puppy buyers and dog breeders. And the payment is the final piece of that. So I think whether it's communicating on platform, applying through the platform, at each step of the process, we're trying to protect our community. And then with the payments itself, our system is built so that when any cancellations or chargebacks comes in, if they do, we're catching those. We're not allowing those to go through to the breeder's account. So the breeder will never see the money taken directly from their account. And we handle that. So our whole system is built so that we're catching those and protecting dog breeders from that. So that's really important as well. And then obviously for the puppy buyers, I think it's mostly about our policies. We're there to stand behind the transaction. And also we've screened every member of our community So there's a very low likelihood. Most of the scamming activity we see coming from foreign crime organizations, Mm -hmm. you know, that screening and the policies around protection are really important. I mean, we'll continue to do even more. This is the tip of the iceberg, but it's really important stuff. And it doesn't exist if you're just transferring checks or even paying on PayPal. Excellent. All right. Well, I think it is really, really fascinating. And it is such a absolute leap forward in terms of reality of being a dog breeder in the 21st century. And so many of us, I speak for myself, are sort of stuck in 1980, right? I mean, like for real. And so this is a little mind boggling just as a concept. First, that anyone would do this, try and ask for a refund for a puppy they've kept. I mean, that just blows my mind. But, you know, that people would pretend to sell a dog. All of that is mind-boggling to me. 
And so I love that you guys are forward thinking enough and smart enough to understand that this is a service that you can provide and a need you can meet that would never have crossed my mind. So (laughs) that's pretty awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much, ladies. I've quite enjoyed our morning conversation and I look forward to talking to you more soon. Thanks so much, Laura. And I'll end by saying it's a need we can meet by providing the system, but really it's something we can only accomplish together. Like everything we do at Good Dog, it's this opportunity for a win-win-win for everybody. We're puppy buyers and dog breeders and dogs are better off, but we have to do it together. Making this commitment and taking this pledge with us, I think it's just such a tangible way to make a change that I think we all know needs to come to the online dog world and such an immediate tangible change that I hope we'll be sending out announcements and talking about it throughout the rest of the year. But I really see us having a pretty extraordinary end of the year conversation around this with hopefully some lower bad numbers and some real progress. So thanks so much. Super excited. Thanks, ladies. Talk to you soon. Bye. Good Dog has been deeply inspired by dog clubs and the important work that they do in promoting breeds and educating the public. Good Dog is on a mission to use technology as a force for good, to unite, support, and empower the good forces in the dog world. And there are no greater forces for good than dog clubs. Good Dog could not be more excited to announce their new club partnership program. This offers exclusive benefits to all clubs, including parent clubs, specialty, regional, local, all breed, performance, all the clubs. Club benefits include annual grants of up to $2,000, annual contributions to breed specific research, free tech support for items like improving website SEO, and free legal support and mediation. Due to overwhelming interest in Good Dog's club partnership program, we've extended the deadline for priority application to receive a club partnership grant. The new deadline is November 30th. Apply as soon as possible if your club is interested in securing funding for this year, 2020. For more information, please email Kat Matlug, Good Dog's Head of Community, Partnerships, and Legal Affairs at cat, C-A-T, at gooddog.com. Please share information about the Club Partnerships program so that we can provide as much support to the good forces in the dog world as possible. We hope you and your clubs will join us because we are so much stronger together. Together, we can change the dog world.